welcome to Her North Podcast. Her North is a sister brand to Compass Rose that is focused on creating a community of positive women to share, learn, and grow together. Listen in as we interview women from all backgrounds as we navigate through this journey called life. live from our home I guess (laughs) we got Kelly on the line and we also have our guest Jenna Briggs hey Jenna hey how's everybody surviving the staying at home is everybody alive in your houses yeah Yeah. I'm locked in my bedroom sitting on my bed nice yeah this is my first official day working from home, so I didn't have to leave this morning. I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. So we're pretty excited to bring back our Her North podcast. Um, and our first guest, Jenna, we wanted to chat with you about um, self-care and motherhood. So both Kelly and I have watched um, your live videos on Facebook and have been in your um, Zaya community, um, following the different mm-hmm. posts and stuff. And so we thought you were a perfect fit to not only talk about um, wellness and fitness, self-care stuff, but also how you juggle it all with motherhood. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right, yeah, excellent. I am, um, I don't know, I'm originally from, We'll start from the beginning. I, uh, I'm originally from Stock Center, Minnesota. I came up to Bemidji um, to go to school at BSU. I ran on the track team in high school and then was recruited to run on the track team and cross country team up here at BSU as well. So again, active lifestyle, just kind of going through all that. I met my now husband up here and uh, we got married six years ago this fall and we have a two and a half year old now i work at credit union and i help people buy houses fun and you forgot to leave out one awesome cool fact about you oh yeah (laughs) yeah somewhere in somewhere in between high school and college during college i signed up for the minnesota national guard I was in the guards for eight years. I had one year-long deployment, and that was, of course, while I was with Mike, so it was like the ultimate test. <laughs> yeah. I told him that if we made it through it, then I would, I didn't, I'm the kind of person that, okay, so talking about marriage, I never really wanted to get married. My mom has a bad track record, and so I had a bad experience just watching marriages not really work out. And, after I was with Mike and he lasted, you know, we stayed together. He, not just he, but we lasted through yeah. the deployment. Um, I said, okay, fine. I guess, you know. We'll <laughs> so you caved. Did you always yeah. want to be um, a mom or because like you weren't really the marrying type? Did you also think you weren't going to have kids either? I never really thought I was going to have kids until I met Mike. I'm a firm believer of you might not think you're ready to have kids until you meet the person you're ready to have kids with. Sure, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I never saw myself being a mom, but once I met Mike and watched him be with his nephews and stuff, I was like, okay, I could, yeah, <laughs> okay, now I want to have kids. And so, I mean, it's, it's all about, I think the one constant through my life has always been being active and, um, you know, activity and health and fitness, that kind of stuff. 
um, and your priorities just change depending on where you're at in life. Yeah. And when you're think when you're 18, you think you know. Oh, I'm never gonna have kids. I mean, you're 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? Nothing. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Is Mike active? Has he always been active? Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he was, um, he played hockey in high school. Well, he played a lot of sports in high school, but hockey was one of them. And then he went on to play juniors, which I'm not super familiar with the whole hockey. Yeah. How that works, but I guess he was in junior, whatever that means. He played juniors for a while. He busted, or he like blew out his shoulder, so he can't play anymore. But when we first started dating, we used to like go to the gym together for dates. And I was on the track team, so I would like do my track workout. And then we'd go to the gym together and that would be our date. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cute. That's super cute. So how do you um, keep it such a priority? I mean, you live a busy life. Um, yeah. I know right now, and it sounds like you've been busy in life in general. How do you keep it a priority? I think that, I, you know, I don't, I, I would, I've been thinking about this ever since you invited me to do this. And I was <laughs> thinking like, how do I, because I know you're going to ask. And I just, I think that knowing that I like to work, work out in the mornings because it really starts my day out on a good foot, on a good foot. I know that no matter how stressful or whatever the day throws at me, it's not going to be harder than the workout I put myself through in the morning. And so like, I, I got this. And so it's like my pump up jam, like working out is my pump up jam. So it's, it, I know that if I don't do it, I just, I'm like, I'm going to feel draggy all day. I'm just, it's just going to perpetuate the whole day like it's you don't work out here and then it's another bad decision another bad decision another bad decision you get home you have maybe have a cocktail and at the end of the night you're like that was just a day of unhealthiness versus yeah. if I start my day out great it just perpetuates more healthy behavior if I work out then I'm going to want to drink more water I'm going to want to have a healthy breakfast a healthy lunch I want to fuel my body and so it just perpetuates more good behavior that is so cool. Like, I'm not a morning person. And so, like, definitely the morning, I'm like, oh, I need to ease into my day, like Fen says, Kelly. That's the way my Lola is. She can't quite say it yet, but that she's totally, like, a not a morning person. <laughs> yeah. So how do you, I mean, has it just started with a habit of doing that in the morning? Or do you, is it almost like a challenge to yourself to, um, to like test yourself right away in the morning. Yeah, I I've kind of always been a morning person though. So I don't know what the trick is to make somebody a morning person. It's kind of like when you're talented at something, you're kind of a terrible teacher at it because mm -hmm. it just comes natural. Um so I've always kind of been a morning person and then being in the military really just helped build on that. I really really enjoy being the only one up in my house. Like that little bit of time that I have where I'm drinking my coffee or I'm working out and I'm the only one awake it's just like this magic time and I just love it yeah. so I, I and my mom's always been like that too and we grew up on a farm so that probably had a lot to do with you know my timeline and stuff <laughs> always getting up early um my um, husband is a night owl Mike's a night owl to the umpteenth he'll stay up so late and then he'll sleep in and we're total opposites it's crazy <laughs> so he works out at night I don't know how he does that so you funny. grew up on a farm, so that had to have, um, like, I guess, started your active lifestyle because there's no way you can be bored or stagnant when you live on a farm. 
Right. Yeah. You're always doing stuff, always active. There's always things, even, you know, you're just doing annoying chores, but it's active. You're working out, you're sweating, working hard. Absolutely. Always work to be done. So how when you, sorry, I'll go ahead. Um, when you, obviously things changed when you had a baby mm -hmm. and you had to get up during the middle of the night, late at night, all that. How did you continue to make working out a priority and did Mike was Mike supportive of it did you struggle like taking turns kind of doing your thing yeah that I think um that was a huge adjustment for me I was so used to just being so selfish with my time and being able to do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted and with her getting you up in the middle of the night and then yeah you're not getting up when you normally would I think being home on maternity leave those 12 weeks I was home was so hard on me because I really struggled giving myself grace in that moment and mm -hmm. not beating myself and being like, oh, it's 11 o'clock and you're still in bed, you know, and being able to give yourself grace during that time, that was huge. Um, but when I was home with her too, whenever she would do like tummy time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do abs or I'm going to do some push-ups or I'm going to do a little bit of activity we'd both be on the floor working and she just <laughs> mad and I'm like I know I'm mad too this isn't fun <laughs> <You're not laughs> and, uh, <laughs> right I'm like yeah we're, we're both we're both upset right now this is not fun um <laughs> and uh we made a I made a point to like get out and go for a walk every single day I was lucky I had her in the fall so it was really nice I could do that mm -hmm. uh, I don't if it would have been like the middle of February I don't know what I would have done, we would have just been like yeah. Eskimos out there walking because I had to be, I had to get out. I, when um, the price is right, that's what it was. If the price is right came on, I was like, I need to get out of this house. I've been in here too. <laughs> that's a good cue. <laughs> but just like the most, the one thing I did the most with her was I had to adjust. Like I couldn't work out in the mornings every day. I had to adjust, but I still made it a priority. And to your point, like having a supportive partner was huge. I could not have done it without Mike. He would say, go downstairs, do your workout. Or he'd straight up just throw the snap fitness card at me and be like, go, come back in an hour. <laughs> or you need to go for a run, like goodbye. And I would do the same with him. It's like, all right, I got my run in yesterday. You need to go to the gym today. Uh, and we both force each other to do that when we sense that each other need it. Because you can tell yeah. like we'll both get, you know, it's, just like a little tiny argument ends up being this like fight and it's like, okay, what's the real deal here? Have you, when's the last time you went to the gym? You need to go throw some heavy weights around. Bye. <laughs> so do you think um, like fitness or working out or concentrating on your wellness, like is that a form of um, like release? Like it sounds like it's a necessity in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, so I grew up, my mom's really high strung and I grew up in her house mainly. And it, it's a good, I mean, she's a good productive high strung, but it's just constant, like constant. And I definitely inherited that from her. My mind is always going hundred miles an hour. It's, I mean, I think everybody's is. And for me to stop and just go work out, I'm, it forces me to not think about anything else. So it's in a way, a form of meditation for me because I can't think about anything else. I really struggle with actual meditation and sitting there <laughs> doing anything and only thinking about my breathing. It's really hard, but that's one journey that I've been trying to do just recently. So the last 30 days I've been on like this, like yoga and 
meditation kind of challenge. And that's been really eye-opening for me because I, for the longest time, I always thought being a runner and I like to lift weights, I always thought you really, you have to be just pouring sweat and like throwing weights around in that, like where your muscles hurt the next day, that's a workout, right? And it's like yoga, well, that's like stretching. That's like what you do after the workout. It's and so hard. Forcing myself to do it for just that mostly for a whole month. Like I didn't do any of my other really working out. I ran, I always do my long runs on Sundays, but other than that, I just did like take it easy. It was kind of like a recovery for me. And I thought, you know, you're not training for anything. I don't have any like marathons or races coming up. Why not just take a month and let your body restore? And now I'm coming off of that. And like, I just did my workout today and the moves that I typically used to really struggle with. I'm like, I'm nailing this. Is this easier? Am I doing this wrong? <laughs> That's, you're that much stronger. It's that incredible. I used to yeah. think like yoga was the wimpy workout or whatever, you yeah. know, like yeah. that's what you do when you don't want to really work out. And yeah, then, that's the lazy workout. <laughs> yeah, I went to a few classes and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much harder than like a, a CrossFit or something like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I have a really hard time if I don't go to a class making myself sit and take the whole time and stretch because I'm always like okay I can be getting so much more done right now yeah and yeah. I just like you know stretch my hamstrings a little bit while I'm rinsing my hair in the shower and I'm good yeah. <laughs> no it'll cause injuries <laughs> really bad and I think that like with a it was kind of a turning point when I turned 30 I realized that yeah stretching taking your time rest restorative workouts are so beneficial I, yeah. it's like a light a flip switched a switch flipped in my body when I turned 30 and it was you know any little injury I had or anything just took that much longer to heal from I noticed like I'd just be that much more sore and everything it was really hard very cool so um what let's talk about your Zaya oh yeah so um this Zaya, which is so cute. I think that's one of the shirts you're wearing right now. Is it not? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love tell this thing. It's my favorite. How'd you get into it and what what is it? Okay, so Zaya Active is it in the core essence of the company, it's just an act, it's an active work company. Um, but like all you know, market, uh, multi-level marketing. There's so much more to it, um, but there really is. It's um, such an active lifestyle and the community is so huge. I really got into it because a friend of mine started selling it and she reached out to me and just said, Hey, I'm like, I know you're a runner and I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't mention these leggings to you. You need to check these out. And so I checked out the website and I was really surprised with the affordability. Um, I being really active, I've never, I mean, I, I've never like blown a ton of money, but I haven't batted an eye at quality products, right? So you talk like your high ends, your like Nikes, your Lululemons, like, yeah, I see why that stuff is worth it because I've purchased it. I purchased the generic stuff and I know it, it truly it is really worth it. Right. So when I saw the prices on this stuff, I was really impressed. And so I thought, well, yeah, I'll, I'll host a party for you. I was really in a yes mood that month. That was like, I had another friend that asked me to host like um, 
it was Jamie. She asked me to host her jewelry party. Oh, yeah. Like, and then Emily's like, just check out these leggings. You know, if you want to host a party, you can too. I'm like, sure, I'll host a party. You will? <laughs> so, um, I did, and a couple of my sisters bought some stuff, and I ended up with enough to get some credits for some stuff. And when I finally got my products, I was so impressed with the quality. So, so impressed. I mean, I have spent way too much money on leggings that don't stay up when I run. And it is like the most annoying thing is when you're working out or if you're doing yoga and like the waistband keeps rolling down, I just want to quit. I want to scream and I just want to quit. <laughs> I, just, I get really frustrated. If you're running and you're constantly having to yank your leggings up, there's nothing more annoying than that to me. That's like the all, it makes it really hard for me to focus mm -hmm. on that workout when you're worried about your gear, right? Well, and so, when you're like at your lowest weight, like feeling the most fit ever, and then that yeah. fan folds over, you're like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing is working these abs and look at this. What the heck is this? <laughs> yeah, right? And that negative talk is just like you start spiraling and then yep. you can't focus on your workout. That's what I do. And I think <laughs> I maybe it's just me. And I feel like I have a pretty decent I have a really positive self-image like I'm a pretty confident person I don't like beat myself up I've been blessed to always kind of be pretty confident with that and I just think man if I even hated myself a little bit because this would just be terrible and I totally agree with you it's the worst so when I wore those leggings and I went for a run and then I did some yoga and I was just like this is amazing and my, my mind was blown so I it didn't take me long and I kept watching her selling it and I started like creeping on like the Zaya Instagram like their Instagram and I just like looking at it and I'm looking at these girls and I, I thought you know I already work out all the time I love quality products I love taking pictures of myself why not put two and two together so it's really and it is so great because it has really helped motivate me through a lot of like through that whole like stretching and yoga and like that meditation journey that I was just on I kind of did that through my community that I've started with my Facebook VIP group and knowing that I put it out there even if no one was watching I just knew I have to show up every day for this you know this is my community that's even if it's one person watching it that one person is relying on me to show up every single day I need to do this and it really helps motivate me. And of course, every time I get new stuff, I have to go try it out. Cause so it, it's just like a perfect, it's like a match made in heaven. It's so much fun. Yeah. I would say I've, I've been really impressed cause I know, you know, a lot of people join these different multi-level marketing things and you know, they kind of just become obsessed with it for a minute and then they're over it. Um, yeah. For you, it felt like it's such a perfect fit. Like, yeah kind of doing what you've already been doing and then you're just yeah. bringing like awesome brand with you versus like you know switching gears to something that just isn't authentic um so it's been really fun to watch because it is definitely 100% you yeah oh thanks yeah it's it's been really fun because I think that at that moment I was kind of itching for a platform to not just do the Zaya stuff but I like to as you guys as followers of the GB Active the VIP group, it's, it's more than that. You know, I've got the wellness, the positivity, the positivity, um, positive posts, all that stuff, the motivation, like I'd been itching for it, for a platform to do that. And it's, so it just really, it worked out so great. I love it so much. It, it just is so natural. I don't, 
think I, I think I personally buy more than I sell, but I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I know we like following it because you're not really pushing the product. You're like living this lifestyle, and so we can be motivated through that and the videos and stuff. And then right. you're like, oh, by the way, if you think I'm cute, like this is what yeah. it is. And then right. also <laughs> that you think I'm cute because I do. <laughs> yeah. The Zion brand, you can use, or like you wear some of the stuff to work. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I really like about it. A lot of the stuff is super versatile. So there's obviously like the leggings. I don't wear leggings to work. Some people do. Um, but like this top, like I haven't worn this one yet to work, but I could. I wore it actually to, like I wore it on Easter day just to be like dressed up and I wore it with jeans. It was so cute. Yeah. Um, and I've got like a cardigan and some like, there's um, like a pair of pants. They call them the everywhere pants. And they're not, they're kind of like a jogger, but the bottom is more finished. It doesn't have like, <clears throat> excuse me, so it looks like professional ish and they're super comfortable every day that I wear those to work I always so if I go to work normal like in your regular dress clothes I always end up um this might be TMI but I always end up like getting really sweaty and like uncomfortable during the day yeah and if I ever wear like a Zaya outfit as like, at least like my base I get home and I'm comfortable and dry and so I don't know if it's just like I'm just that much happier because I know I'm wearing my <laughs> stuff or if it really like because it's the performance where I'm just saying, I don't think there's any science behind it, but yeah, I think dress clothes, I hate dressing up because, and even when I had a job where like you had to dress up, I hated it because it wasn't comfortable. And so mm -hmm. like, sure, I looked nice and more professional, but I didn't feel like myself. And almost yeah. the second that I got home, it was like off. So I yeah. know when I've worn stuff, um, similar to what you're talking about and you feel more comfortable in it you can come home and you're like oh it's eight o'clock and i haven't changed out of my work clothes and yep. now i can get into my pj exactly <laughs> yeah exactly so with, yeah so it's what oh the go ahead oh with your zaya community like it's really easy to show up when it's fun and um, you know, you're confident, but of course there's always those days where like you're struggling or maybe you don't feel nope. as confident or something else in life is going on where um, like maybe it's not a priority. So how do you overcome um, those struggles and how do you um, be so vulnerable sometimes? I think that I have, in my like journey of things i've really taken the most from people when they're able to be honest you know and be like hey guys i'm sorry i haven't been showing up for you this i'm going through xyz and you really that person's being so authentic and it, it's easy i feel like it's easier to follow somebody that is authentic and can admit when they're failing and mm -hmm. when i do that with the group and say like you guys I think a couple of weeks ago I posted one. I'm like, my anxiety is kind of getting to like so much because they, we didn't know when we were going to be working from home or if ever. And it was just really stressing everybody out every day. We'd show up to work with a few of us that were there and that's everybody was talking about the coronavirus, just constant, constant, constant. And you're trying to do all this work. And I was getting so worn out. And I just said that I was like, you guys, I'm, I'm really struggling. And I think that when I do that, not only, it's kind of twofold. Like I'm being honest with my group and saying like, Hey you guys, I'm not perfect. 
I'm not that I'm not just showing you my highlight reel. I'm a real person. Mm-hmm. This is what a real person goes through. And the second, the good other good thing that comes from that is in my community, like they just really rallied and they're like, like even sending me like personal just messages like, hey, I saw your live video today. I hope you're doing okay. How you been? Chin up. And it's like, wow, everything that I give you guys, you're now giving back to me and when I need it. So I think that's really great because I've had a lot of people that have watched videos other like when I am feeling like on and I'm all rah, rah, rah. They'll say, oh, this is just what I needed today. So when I need it, I ask for it and, and they give it right back, which is great. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I think once one person speaks up, you know, other people speak up and yes. the, the stigma yep. of anxiety or depression or whatever, oh. mm-hmm. um, then that can kind of go away and we can all be real then. I mean, like you said, not just live on everybody's highlight reel. Yeah. Um, right. Because that's just, who cares about that? I mean, that's like reminds me of when we were young and our only like we didn't have social media we had magazines remember <laughs> and you'd get the magazines and we'd go through them and I remember sitting there with my sister and you'd go through and you'd go oh she's this her hair is this da, da, da. and you'd like pick her apart because she's so photoshopped you know it's fake you know yeah. whoever it is that's an image there and it's easy to get caught up in that like you see it on Instagram like people like oh you know they're what do you do for a living and you're going to Paris for two weeks during fashion week? Like what, <laughs> how are you living my best life and you just have a website? I don't get it. Yeah. You don't even have good grammar. Like how is it? <laughs> there was this one girl I was following for a while um, before I started this um, Zaya stuff. And I was following a bunch of different, you know, people on and Instagram, probably my favorite uh, social media. And just because I love pretty pictures, and I love travel pictures. And this girl was like constantly traveling and doing all these things. And I honestly I had no idea what she actually does for a living. I think her husband must make money because she, I'm, or I don't know where she gets the money from. Maybe she has like a good trust fund, but I would just sit there and I get so jealous. And like, it would just, that green monster would be in me. And I just, when I started my Zion stuff, I thought, I don't ever want to be like that. I don't ever want to create that for somebody else. Yeah. You know, and that had more to, that had more to do with what was going on with me than her. I mean, she was just doing her own thing. Yeah. But so, another reason why I like to be honest about stuff, because like you said, it's kind of like when you're talking with your girlfriends and you say, you know, oh, this and this and this happened to me. It's kind of embarrassing. And they'll say, oh no, I'll one up you that story. Yeah. <laughs> I'll one up you that story. <laughs> so Lola is two and a half now. And, mm-hmm. um, I guess I just want to, you know, because you've had your motivation, struggles, challenges, whatever, through life. Um, I personally feel like we are kind of in this new era of women empowerment and supporting each other in a real way. Um, And maybe she's too small, but what are your hopes and dreams for Lola um, as far as that stuff goes? Yeah, so many. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> I, 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 just, I want so much for her. I just, I, I was just talking about this uh, last night with Mike, actually, because I said, you know, think about our kids, how I think about like how our parents were with us. And I think, always think of like my cousin. So I have a cousin who, man, it's got to be over 10 years now that he's come out. But when he came out, it was a big deal. 
because mm -hmm. all of our parents are like super disappointed about it. And it's like, how can you be disappointed with him being who he is? You know, whether you agree with whatever, I mean, whatever your thoughts are on that. But I just think, how could you have, I grew up with Josh. And yeah. when he told me that, I was like, duh. And <laughs> I'm so happy that you can finally yeah. be yourself. And it, and it was like, how cool is it that our kids, like I literally only ever want her to be happy. That's mm -hmm. literally the only real, real goal I have for her. Yes, I have dreams that like, I'd love to go do this with her. I hope she's in, I mean, it'd be really cool if she was into running and we could do 5Ks and stuff together. But if she's not, that's all right. Um, she started playing Mike. My, he is an athlete and he's always like, oh, she's going to be an Olympian. She's going to this, she's going to that. And <laughs> she was playing with this little play guitar the other night and we were watching Sing. And, I was, and he goes, well, maybe she'll be a performer. <laughs> like, uh, maybe is your heart going to be broken if she's not an, an uh, you know an athlete and he's like no I don't think so I just want her to be happy and I said you know that's what I think is so cool is our kids of our generation because I think we've lived through that I think it was different for our parents too because they didn't have like we have social media we see all the different things we are exposed to so much more Mm -hmm. where our world were so small and I especially grew up in a small town it was like a farming community so it was like even if there would have been social media we went to head time for that anyway <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know I just think for her I just really want her to be happy and healthy and whatever that looks like for her I'm going to be so psyched mm -hmm. awesome yes and I love um I feel like in our Bemidji community like our group of girlfriends or our inner circle um everybody's so supportive on the our age level I mean I want to say on the mom level but yeah. like I'm not a mom yet and so um like our age whatever um right. that I'm excited to see how and what everybody's kids grow up to be because yeah. we have some incredible younger women coming up um being raised by incredible women so yeah yeah I mean think about how much when this generation becomes the people that are making our clothes that are designing ad campaigns like how much different it's going to look yeah yeah because right now I think it's just us you know we're kind of in the middle where there's not necessarily that generation before us but like they're just kind of trying to make us happy right now with like ad campaigns and like that sort of stuff. Like they're like, we know this is what we're supposed to do, but I can't mm -hmm. wait until our kids are doing it. And you can see like what they really, when they're speaking from their heart and like the kind of art and the movement and empowerments and like what's going to happen with when that next generation of kiddos is running the country. I'm literally getting goosebumps talking about it because it is so exciting to um, possibly the next generation is people are going to feel so comfortable with themselves mm -hmm. no matter what they yeah. like so accepting yeah I just think like I if you could have like just knowing for my for instance like my cousin like what he went through growing up I would hate for somebody to have to go through that because they didn't think like I would hate for Lola to live that life because she didn't think I was going to support her or I was going to be disappointed in her yeah I would be more disappointed if she wasn't honest with herself 
Right. You know, as much as, as soon as I found out I was having a girl, I was already kind of excited to be a grandma, which is weird. But like, I, I, I like, I was like, oh my God, I cannot wait until she has kids. And then I get to hang out with her kids. I mean, of course, if that's what she wants, right. <laughs> if that's what you want, I'll try not to be too disappointed. <laughs> right. Holly, I want to ask you, um, so you have two girls and there's yeah. a little age gap between them. And so then obviously you know, you raise them at different stages in your life. I mean, what do mm-hmm. you um, see in them for the future or hopes and dreams or share? Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy because I remember growing up and thinking, you know, how we do about our parents and like they're, you know, kind of behind the times and, um, you know, like being disappointed in their gay son or things like that. And, you know, it's funny because I feel like um, I feel so progressive, but then I see the way my 17-year-old is and how she's like, mom, like that, that's not acceptable to say. That's not acceptable to be that way. Like you need, and I find like, I'm still trying to catch up with her in terms of being, like, I feel like I'm super open and super like progressive and. Mm -hmm. I think you are too. I mean, another level (laughs) um and you know it's just really interesting to see and it's so cool because things that I don't think would be offensive and I feel like I'm sounding like an old lady now but things that I (laughs) I think like oh but I was just joking and she's like yeah but you know what we don't joke about that and I'm like oh okay like (laughs) but it's it is and they just really stand up so I think we've kind of not created a monster, but we've created these strong, independent women that (laughs) now are like, oh yeah, you made me this way. So now I'm going to hold you accountable. And like, we're going to, you know, before when it would be like, well, I'm just, I think my mom's wrong, but I'm just going to be quiet and like not say anything. And now it's like, oh no, no, listen. And she, you know, puts me in my place, which is awesome. And I'm, I'm glad to have a relationship that allows her to stand up to me. Yeah, how incredible for your youngest, though. I mean, then she gets the role models of not only her older sister, but then you, and so... Oh, yeah, and they just gang up on me. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like, no, it's- she can see how adaptive you are, you know, like, you're okay with saying, like, yep, you're probably right, I should change that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge, because it kind of goes into being, like, you, we try to be as progressive as possible and we try to be motivating or in my case, I'm trying to be active every day, but we're not perfect. Right. And then when you can admit and be like, Hey, I didn't do Jack squat today. Cause I felt terrible. I just got my period. So I decided to take a nap for my workout today. Yeah. Um, and when you can say to your kids, yeah, you know what? I, that's your, yeah, you're right. I'll fix it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really more than anything being accepting, um, of all of the parts of all of the people but then also more than that is the ability to say like yep I screwed up or like just mm-hmm. owning um the journey being like yep, yep I said a month ago and I wouldn't have said it now and I didn't have the information I have now and I'm okay with saying I was wrong so I think that's what yep. really try to push is like it's okay to change your mind and it's okay to make mistakes but admit that you made a mistake 
Mm -hmm. It's incredible, like, how growth-minded I feel like even our inner circle here has become. Um, and I know, Jenna, you mentioned the word grace earlier and how um, that is so prevalent. Like, before, maybe something would happen between me and a girlfriend, and I'd be like, ugh, what's her deal? But now it's like, nope, I'm going to give her grace because 99 yeah. out of 100 times, she's a different way and this one time something might be going on and so kind of like setting your own stuff down and being like hey jenna what's going on you usually don't act that way or you know just like really right. there for people. Mm -hmm. well and i've also noticed that like a lot of times when you're it's good to do that like you stop and check in with them but also to check in with yourself because sometimes depending on how sensitive you are to stuff it could have more to do with what's going on in here or in here than it has anything to do with that other person. Yeah. You know, because oh, you entirely take that in through your own lens. Just the other day, um, well, it wasn't just the other day because it was when everybody was still in the office. I was sitting in my office and one of my coworkers came up to the door and the other coworker was walking by and the one that was standing there looked at her and she did one of these because she was looking at her cute shoes. But the one that walked by said, why do you always have to give me that look? Like, I makes me self-conscious and I said well I you guys it was Jamie that looked at her and yeah. I was like Jamie is not looking at you like that and Jamie <laughs> said I was looking at you because I thought your shoes were really cute and Shelly's like well I don't like my butt in these jeans and I said pause this is exactly an example of what like we talk about perspective like you're taking Jamie is trying to pay you a compliment yeah. But before she can even say anything, you think she's going to pay you an insult. And so you just are defensive right away. Yeah. Right. Do we just have a breakthrough? <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like we do, especially in this time when everybody's like the unknown, I think brings such a higher level of sensitivity and yeah. nobody knows if they're doing it right. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're probably screwing something up along the way. So you just have this guard up that's like, I'm sure people are judging me. I'm sure, you know, my kids' homework that they're submitting to school that I don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> like, I'm sure the teacher's judging me that I'm not looking this over. And so, you know what I mean? I think we all, a lot of it does come back to how we're feeling about ourselves in the moment and how we're taking in the information versus what anybody's intention is. That's right. 100%. Well, this has been so great, you guys. I really appreciate you, Jenna, joining us um, from your home. It's a little odd, but it's fun to bring back our Her North podcast. Um, where can people find you, Jenna, if they want to follow you? Okay, so I am, my Facebook group is Jenna Be Active. Um, that is a VIP group. So you have to, the reason why is if I do any sales with Zaya, it, it can't be on a public thing so it has to be like a private group so if I ever do any like giveaways for hostess or I'm doing like a special like on Easter I did a challenge which nobody did but I gave away a gift card or I over the last month I did that I can't do that on a public setting so that's a VIP group so you'd have to message me just Jenna I'm just Jenna Briggs on Facebook you can message me for an invite or I am my public setting is um, Instagram and that's GB Active North on Instagram Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jenna. Yeah. And we will hear from you. Thanks soon. for having me. It was a great combo. It was nice to socialize with some people today. Right? <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs>
Her North is a community in which we are building to share our stories, learn from one another, and build each other up. Catch us next time on Her North Podcast, and thanks for listening.